0: Welcome to All Steelers Talk, your home for everything, Pittsburgh Steelers, presented by AllSteelers.com. Would you believe me if this is the third time I recorded this podcast? Would you believe me if I told you that I had to put my hood up and really hype myself up to do this because I just didn't feel right about what I was recording before? Why didn't I feel right about it? because I I just couldn't wrap my head around it, and I I couldn't do it without feeling like I was complaining or like I was talking about it in kind of a pissed-off manner. Let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger blatantly said, I did not remember, I do not recall, the fourth and goal that basically ended the Steelers' Week 3 chances of a win versus Cincinnati in their second home game of the season that ultimately resulted in a 24-10 to loss and kind of started sinking the ship. It was a negative one-yard play to Najee, if you don't remember. It was fourth and goal from the 11. It was in the fourth quarter. It was still a tight game. Ben dumps it off to Najee in the flat. Bengals swarm him immediately. Everyone just starts shaking their head like, what just what just happened? What did I just watch? You watched a team basically gave up. Tyler Boyd came out and said that they did give up. And then Ben is like, well, you know, I don't really care what Tyler has to say. Mike Tomlin says, I don't really care what Tyler has to say. <clears throat> Joe Hayden said, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's fine. That's all good and dandy. You should never pay attention to outside criticism, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Ben Roethlisberger is paying attention to outside criticism, so much so that he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. He doesn't want to talk about why he made a bad decision on a game-deciding play and why it was the wrong decision. He doesn't want to talk about what the right decision should have been because he's paying attention to the outside noise. He might not say he is, but he is he's paying attention to Jeremy Fowler, basically call him washed up. He's paying attention to Stephen A. Smith play his little tiny violin in the saddest song ever while he talks about the Steelers' offense. Ben is paying attention to everything, and it's starting to bug him. And I can't blame him. It would bug me too. It would would kill me. I can't even take a harsh Twitter comment without having and going to take a couple of minutes and just relax. I couldn't even imagine if somebody told me that something I've been doing for 17 years, I suddenly suck at. I can't do it anymore. I'm washed up. I would not be able to handle that well. I'm not the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, though. Ben Roethlisberger is. And what I do isn't sinking. Ben Roethlisberger's team is sinking. And it's sinking fast. So how do you not remember the worst play of the game? You do remember it. And you need to adjust moving forward. I'm sure in locker room and in film studies, it's getting talked about. But to everybody else, they're kind of freaking out about the situation. And they should be. I saw people talk on Twitter about whether or not Ben Roethlisberger's brain is okay. Is he he mentally okay right now? Because he should remember that play. He does remember that play, but that's what I'm saying is fans are freaking out because Ben Roethlisberger can't take criticism, and that is not a franchise quarterback or what a franchise quarterback should be doing right now. What he should be doing, how he should be handling this situation, I don't really feel I'm the person to determine that, but I can tell you pretty straightforward that it shouldn't be like this because Donnie Droon, love Donnie Droon, Best co-host ever, actually. Compared it to the Titanic. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a sinking ship. They just smoked the iceberg. Well, in the NFL, fortunately enough, week four isn't really that big of a deal. The Steelers could be one and two right now. There's still a game outside of first place in the AFC North. Yeah, they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. They've lost to the Cincinnati Bengals before. It's not the end of the world. It's week four. But the best way to avoid the iceberg next time is to realize why you hit it the first time. Fourth and goal, shuffle pass to Najee Harris, negative one-yard gain. That's the iceberg. That's what you hit. Don't hit it again. Talk about it. Talk about how adjustments need to be made. Because you constantly, constantly blame yourself. And I'm referring to Ben Roethlisberger. Blames himself. For everything that the Steelers are doing wrong. That's not true. But if you're going to take that and you're going to fall on that sword the way that you are, the way that Ben Roethlisberger is, then he needs to do it all the way around. Not when the heat is really on him and people are starting to talk, well, maybe Mason Rudolph, maybe Dwayne Haskins. We don't know. Should Ben be gone? Why did Ben come back? Ignore all that if you're Ben Roethlisberger. Focus on leading the ship, and don't let the outside noise get to you, because he is, and it's going to affect him. It's going to affect him every which way imaginable. We've already seen him try to make plays that he should not try to make. He's going to do that more. We've seen him avoid dump offs Najee Harris, and I get Najee Harris catching the football 14 times is ridiculous, but if it was 17 times, does it really make that big of a difference? Why are you looking to go downfield when you don't need to? Because he's trying to make more out of something that's not there. And he's going to do that more the more he listens to criticism. It's a bad place to be in week four, especially when you constantly say, and everyone around the Pittsburgh Steelers constantly says, the alarms are not going off. Well, if the alarms aren't going off, stay chill. Don't get mad at people who are trying to set them off. Just ignore them. The Steelers did get good injury news with Zach Banner returning to practice on Wednesday. The Steelers now have 21 days to activate Zach Banner. What do I believe is going to happen in this situation? Well, I'll tell you. I don't think Banner comes back for a while. I think he takes all of those 21 days because he's a 350-pound, nearly 7-foot human. That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of rehab. That's a lot of adjustment for a knee who just got repaired. The Steelers go at the end of that 21 days into a bye week, giving Zach Banner and company nearly four weeks to readjust to the NFL, readjust to playing and readjusting to starting because frankly, he needs to get into that starting lineup and hopefully make things better. If we're being real, he can't make things worse. He can't even make things the same. As soon as he's in that lineup, the Steelers need to be better and that offensive line needs to be much better. But I would expect him to take all of that time, rehab, work his way back, and in four weeks, five weeks, the Steelers could have a new starting right tackle, hopefully a better starting right tackle, and another foot in the right direction of a team that is not setting off alarms, is not freaking out, and has no reason to freak out yet. They're 1-2. and They're about to get their right tackle back. Things are looking up. More looking up, more positive news. Joe Hayden feels that T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith are going to play on Sunday. Both of them were limited participants in practice when the Steelers opened week four on Wednesday when they prepare for Lambeau Field and the Green Bay Packers. And if we're being real, Aaron Rodgers could eat this defense alive if it's Cam Hayward, Melvin Ingram, and a bunch of backups. Because we've seen what Joe Burrow can do with Cam Hayward, Melvin Ingram, and a bunch of backups We've seen what Derek Carr can do with Cam Hayward, Alex Smith, Melvin Ingram, and a bunch of backups. Oh gosh, what Aaron Rodgers can do with Cam Hayward, Melvin Ingram, and a bunch of backups. In the five or six quarters without TJ Watt this season, the Steelers recorded one sack, one. And Joe Burrow and Derek Carr absolutely lit them up. Make a Fitzpatrick look totally lost out there. And you want to know why? Because he's trying to do everything he can to keep. This defense afloat when their star player is not there. In the five quarters of football that TJ Watt has played this season, he's recorded three sacks and two forced fumbles. If I'm a betting man, I'm finding some way to put all my money on TJ Watt winning Defensive Player of the Year, because if and when he is healthy, he is going to be an unstoppable monster for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. He's already showed it. And groin injuries, yeah, they're they're naggy. They take a little while. They're kind of tough to come back from. But once he's back, you best believe that he is going to go 110%, and he is going to find the quarterback multiple times. Aaron Rodgers loves, loves to expand plays. He loves to make more out of nothing. He's probably the best to ever do it. T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith don't really give you options to escape the pocket. Because when you got T.J. Watt chasing you, because there's no way, zero chance you're running to T.J. Watt's side. You're just going to run right into Alex Highsmith. I don't want to run into either of them. Those two come back. The Steelers defense is twice as good as it is without them. Melvin Ingram is allowed to do so much more and be so much more effective. And I'm sorry, even if Jameer Jones is already gone and it's now Derek Tushka time. That's nothing. No one knows who that is. No one's going to know who that is in a year. It's Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt or nothing. And if both of them play this weekend, the Steelers have a lot of room for optimism moving forward. Week four in Green Bay against the Packers. Maybe one final show between Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers. Thank you for tuning in to all Steelers talk. We'll be here every day, Monday through Friday, with your latest Pittsburgh Steelers news.